Hello and welcome to another episode, another episode. Let me start it again. Hello and welcome to another episode of Ayodele Speaks. I'm Ayodele Harrison. So, all right. So I'm a part of uh, uh, several uh, groups, Facebook groups for educators. Um, and this one leadership focused group, um, f- uh, which I think now has over like 100,000 plus members of this particular group. Like, I generally ask questions, right? Like, especially if I, you know, want to know stuff about what leaders are thinking. And, and this is a leadership or those who are aspiring for leadership. And you don't really know who has what role in there, but it's just we're all there for a general purpose to discuss, have questions about leadership and so on and so forth. And so the one question that I asked yesterday, so today I think is February 12th. I don't know what today is, something like that. Um, of the day of this recording, just yesterday, I posted a quote and I said um, to this group, uh, paraphrasing, um, which, what are the top three skills a black man aspiring assistant principal needs, you think they need to be effective? And so underneath that, I posted about eight different skills, like tapping into collective intelligence to lead to transformative action, whether it is grappling with, you know, challenging complex questions that don't have a simple answer, whether it is um, leading, like creating a positive, uh, positive learning culture amongst adults in a building. I just listed a, a number of different things, right? And something surprised me. There was eight of them. And here's the thing. Um, wherever you're finding this, you'll find the link to the blog that I'm going to write. Um, you'll find all those, those eight qualities um, that are there um, exactly that I, had, that I posted. Right. And here's what I found. I, I really do enjoy uh, and kind of a, in an annoying sort of interesting sort of way. Because the group, the Facebook group is so large, over 100,000 people, you're guaranteed to get some good lively conversation with six or seven people, which is, you know, who are really committed to the questioning and responding. And so I posted it and then, you know, I went away, came back. One of the questions, or I saw this theme kind of come up, but one of the questions that was posted was, what's the difference, why, you know, what's the difference between what a black aspiring principal needs, skills, and just a principal. I don't get, you know, and, a, and, a, and, a, and just a, somebody else not who's not a black male. And I sat there and was like, w- w- wait, wait, you, you, don't, you don't understand that there's a different set of unspoken rules? And again, I didn't take a deep dive into this pers- person's profile or whatnot, but I just, I just thought that was interesting that they had raised that question. And one, one, I think it was a brother, responded to that person and said, um, you know, uh, it's, it's not for you to necessarily understand why. It's just you need to accept that it's a different experience. Thank you very much. And so that was, that was one of the comments, right? And then some, but, but I heard some, and that thing, that comment, right, that the, the original person said about what's the difference between what a black principal needs and a non-black principal needs, right? It got over, I think it was like 12 or 15 reactions, whether that's a heart or happy face, hugging a heart or thumbs up, a like button on Facebook. You know how you have all those reactions, right? 
And I was just like, wow, there's, uh, there's, now granted, this group is very large and we don't know who's in there and everybody's, no, you know, nobody's checking credentials on who's in the door or whatnot. It's just a social group, you know, focused around an affinity that is around aspiring to leadership or leadership. And I just thought that was interesting. And then some other people said, well, what does black have to do with the skills, right? So I love posting those, that question or a question like that and letting the comments just roll. I usually don't, you know, respond in that way because social media, those, you know, snippet replies back and forth. You miss context. You miss a chance to really see how people are doing. You miss, are they joking? Are they serious? You know, there's, there's, a, there's teachable moments, but social media isn't always a place to, to engage that, right? And then what was interesting, some other comments that came up was someone said that what I wrote was very textbook and really throw all that out. What you need to do is focus on loving kids. I want to see that they care for kids. And I was just like, okay. In my mind, I was thinking like there, there are so many different ways that you can show or demonstrate commitment to kids. So if I'm getting ready to seeking a job in this area, just sharing that, how does one, and this is what I asked back, how does one show that they care for kids, right? Or there was a statement of um, just, just you know, uh, demonstrate, you know, earn people's trust, right? Like, because people were thinking like the, the, the eight specific skills that I had laid out, people were, were just like, you don't need all that. That's too, some, some people were. This, this textbook, you know, it's like, what we need is, is a human in that position. And we need you to love kids and show great care and, you know, put kids first and, you know, earn trust. And my response to all of them was, so I would argue that the eight skills that I shared are ways in which an adult, an aspiring principal or an assistant principal can earn trust, can show care for kids, right? Because it's the way that they interact. And so what was interesting is that now I'll say that some people understood the assignment and most people of color that I could see from that small little without clicking on all the profiles, it was just generalization. Most people of color, it seemed, and not in and white folks, uh, some got the assignment. They were like, ooh. You know, one they were showing they were sharing their top three based upon the context that they were in. And some were saying, like, this is just a start. There's more that's there. So some people really did understand what I was trying to get at to see, like, in their context, what skills do they think an, an assistant principal needs to bring? A few others were like, hey, this is a great list. It's a great start. Wish you all the best. You know, they, they thought because of the way it's posted and they probably saw me, they were thinking, you know, I'm aspiring assistant principal. And they, they gave shout outs like, man, wish you all the best. Reach out if you got any questions. Hey, I'm a coach. You know, like people were very helpful. And that's what happens, you know, in this, you know, in this thread. People are generally very, very helpful. You know, they, they want you to succeed no matter who you are. But it was just interesting. And I, and I felt like these, you know, but I want to focus back on the folks who were, again, I don't know their position, who were just like, just show that you care for kids. Right. But very, I would say that in looking at all the responses, very few selected for an, uh, a skill for an assistant principal is to build a positive learning culture amongst the adults in the building. And I, I don't have a, I didn't go through it. I'm, I'm, I'm in the process of, 
of like tallying up and see what people voted. But anecdotally, just kind of scanning through, a lot of people didn't seem to, to choose that option when I guess in my mind, you know, as what I what I understand to be part of the role of of an assistant principal in most places that I've been, it can change in different contexts, different types of schools, school settings, cities, whatever that might be. But I've seen them, assistant principals, serve as a role of evaluating instruction, right? They go in and they evaluate teachers. And then they have meetings with, you know, feedback and give them feedback on where they're going. You know, administrators also administrate, right? They handle budgetary things, security. They do, you know, uh, uh, discipline. There's academic data. Like, there's a lot of stuff that they, that they hold. But all of these things I thought were, like, I thought, honestly, in my mind, I thought the number one thing was creating a positive learning culture amongst adults because that's what I thought, you know, being in administration or leadership was really about, you know, but hey, you know, different people chose again. I don't, this is the thing about Facebook, you know, or social media. When people comment, you don't really, you don't know their context, what they're coming from, what lived experience they had, what type of school district they're at, how big, how small it is, you know, how diverse it is, what type of training they received, whether they are alternately certified or regularly certified, whether they have a PhD, an EDD, EDS, or master's degree, or bachelor's degree. Like, you just don't know that information. And so, but it's a, it's a great way to pose a question. So I was just, you know... I just thought it was so interesting, just that original reaction of like, what's the difference between a black principal and a, one that's not black? And it just, you know, to a certain extent, it, I, again, I don't know the person's position to ask the question, but it was like, wow, I want, wow, you know? And some people were like, what does color, you know, others were saying, what does color have to do with it? And I was just like, wow, there are certain people who just, they, they just aren't aware. They, they, aren't, they aren't aware. And, you know, even sometimes I think I, I got a comment from someone who was black who was saying, what does color have to do with it? Right. I'm striving to be colorblind in this process. And I was just like, OK, well, clearly there's a lot of work. But I was just I was I was just like, wow, this is some of our potential aspiring or current school leaders. And then it just made me think about how many schools there are in the U.S. And let's just take public K-12 schools in the U.S. I, I, I don't even, I, I don't even, I don't even, like in the, I'll say in the city of Atlanta alone, there are eight high schools. Right in the city of Atlanta alone, there's eight high schools and each high school has to have at least one middle school. So there's eight middle schools. Right. And each middle school usually has two, at least two elementary schools that feed into it. So what is that? That's. Oh, geez. 16, 24, 32. So that's 32, at least 32 schools here in Atlanta public schools. That means there's 32 sets of administration. Right. That's just the city of Atlanta. Then you go city of Decatur, you go to Cab County, you go Fulton County. It begins to expand from there. Right. So that's just that's just to let you know just the the sheer quantity of leaders there are. Now, that's when you look at it on a on a on a on a uh, statewide or national level. And so you're bound to get 
different types of opinions about leadership. A, you know, a, a ton of different types of opinions about leadership. But it's just so interesting that to this day we're still, some people are still questioning, you know, if black people in leadership have a different, you know, why shouldn't their experience be any different than others? And I'm just like, okay, well, hey, I guess that's, that's privilege. That's privilege that you, that whatever characteristic of dominant culture, white dominant culture that you have privilege to, you, you now, it's hard for you. Something is, is, is preventing you from understanding that I, as a black man in leadership, it would serve me well to show up differently. I have to show up differently. Some people say be twice as good for half the credit, right? Others, we know that for leadership, you know, many times we take on schools that are, you know, that are underperforming. Middle performing, we take on a bunch of different types of schools. But even if you're, it actually doesn't even matter what your classification of school is, you're dealing with a whole collection of teachers, right? And so how, and because black men represent less than 2% of the teaching population, um, I would believe that the leadership population, uh, educational leadership population is even fewer than 2%. So you're talking about, you know, outside of like Metro Atlanta, or sometimes the city of Atlanta, or sometimes South Atlanta, right? You, you know, you don't have, you don't see a lot of black men or black people in, in school leadership. And so the way you have to maneuver in all these spaces is different. Even if I was leading an all black school with all black staff, mostly black and brown students and families and so on and so forth. Like there's some, there's a way that I show up. I have to show up as a black man different than a black woman. And, and I have to be cognizant of that, aware of that, thinking about that, understanding who I am, who I want the world to see me as, who I want to project, right? Not letting them dictate me. So I, so I do have to bring my racial identity into this when I'm thinking about leadership, right? And so again, part of leadership is also preparing to go and work in environments where people don't believe, at least consciously, don't believe your color has anything to do with your work in the particular school. And that would mean that people don't necessarily see color. They don't see that your they don't see your racialized identity consciously, or at least, ad, you know, openly out. I mean, they probably consciously do it, but don't outwardly admit it because they think something might be wrong with, you know, saying that I understand that your experience is different. So we need, you know, the thing is we need a space. We black men who are current leaders and would like to go even higher, aspiring leaders, and we'd like to meet that or enter that, that pathway or those who want to lead in other areas, we need a space where we can really grow these skills. Because by this anecdotal experiment, there are some people who don't, who, who, who can't name what it is, the skills you need to have. Just build, earn someone's trust. Oh, just make good decisions for kids. Like that doesn't just happen. Like, well, I'll say this, it can just happen, but I, I don't want to leave it up to chance. And this is why, like I'm launching the BME's Talk Catalyst and the BME's Talk Incubator. It's, it's this space where we can spark this conversation and this learning around building leadership capacities. Because clearly we can't leave it up to other people to 
build it for us because some people don't even believe we need it because their experience, the privilege, whatever they have, believes that you just show up with it. Also, we can't leave it up to our degree programs. Yeah, I mean, there's great, you know, uh, uh, ed leadership programs and, and degrees that you can get, doctoral degrees and things like that. <clears throat> but I guarantee it's not going to be an all black man environment where you're able to really share ideas, have collective intelligence, dig deep. That's what we're building with BME's talk. I'm not, listen, we're just creating a space where folks who want to learn with other black men from with, among, teach black men. This is, this is what BME's talk is launching with our development, leadership development series with the catalyst and the incubator. So I've been saying this, hey, March 1st, all this stuff is gonna go live on our website, bmestalk.com. All the information about each of those things, the dates, I've said the dates before, July 12th through the 15th. It's a four day intensive experience where we're gonna be plowing down, we're gonna dig deep, right? No keynote speakers, no plenary sessions. It is a workshop, it is a working experience where we're going to be unpacking and using various protocols for conversations, various, pro various uh, 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 graphic organizers and frameworks, you know, to really unpack the eight things that I was talking about before because we can't leave it up to chance because if we leave it up to chance, there's no, one, there's no guarantee that we'll get it, right? Somebody will help us along. Two, there's no guarantee that it's gonna be quality, what they're sharing, and, and it's transferable. Three, it's definitely not necessarily gonna be, you know, uh, leveled, matched, uh, adjusted, differentiated for my experience as a black man and going through this work. That's why we build these spaces. Because I just don't want to leave it to chance. Because I told, I've told you before in my own experience, what has happened was I, I was operating in an environment where I didn't see leadership the way that I thought it should be. I, I felt like there was a lot of folks who were leading the best way they could, but leaning on a lot of their privilege. And the privilege came from their race, their gender, their uh, uh, um, uh, their, their uh, qualifications, their licensures, whatever their degrees are, the number of years that they had, but wasn't seeing, you know, like, how do you specifically build trust? How, what, what does that look like? How do you mitigate and resolve conflict? Like, it, it, a lot of it is just left up to chance. Like, you know, because, you know, I, yeah, anyway, so more information to come. Please stay tuned. Man, if, if, if you have an answer to this, if you've experienced this, please go ahead and drop a comment. Let me know what you think about, you know, this idea of, you know, some people still believing that, yeah, still believing that, you know, your race doesn't matter. It shouldn't matter in, in terms of leadership within schools. Let me know. Um, I'm also, as I said, you're going to be able to check out the, uh, the blog that I have in the blog. I'm going to list those eight things. I might even just put the actual uh, 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 image of the post from, from, the, from the group into uh, the blog so that you can see. Let me know which do you think are the top three skills that a black man, aspiring principal, aspiring assistant principal should have, should exude, should be working on in order to be prepared to be successful in that role. So anyway, hey, you know what? I, I love just, just dropping gems on you and just spending a moment with you. Thank you for listening. Uh, if you haven't already, please go ahead and hit that like button, that favorite button. Re, uh, wherever you're finding it, please repost it, retweet this. Throw a comment on there. Let me know what you think. 
I love talking to myself and talking to you on these walks. Uh, but I'd, I'd love to just know, you know, what you're taking away from this. All right, man, I got to get back inside to get dressed, take my daughter to school. I want, I wish you a wonderful day. Be well. Peace.